Welcome back, all you beautiful listeners of the Neighborhood Podcast. We're recording from my and Ryan's basement. It is a beautiful Wednesday, October 18th when we're recording. And we're just coming off a pretty nice weekend of football. We're right in the middle of the week. We have, obviously, another week coming up of football. I believe in our last pod, we might have might have hit on some of the matchups that are happening this coming weekend. Uh, we're a little bit messed up with our kind of timing for when we're recording the pod. We're recording a couple days early to, uh, this week. But uh, we had a pretty nice week last week in football, right? We had a couple of nice games with the London game in the morning, Baltimore. Baltimore. And you want to talk a little bit about that one? Oh, Baltimore played well. But, again... Something's off about the Ravens' offense. I don't know what it is. There's sometimes where we play. There's some drives where we play so good, and some drives where we play so bad. But the defense clutched up, and uh, and I like how we just like got the win in London. Everyone was watching. Nine thirty game. You know. So yeah, it was fun. You can't score time. in the red zone. Pardon me. You can't score in the red zone. I know. It's those tough. London games are always tough, man. Apparently, like people, are, uh, the players are saying that the field. Is apparently bad. Oh, because yeah. apparently it's like a soccer surface. The soccer field, yeah. It's also it's a little bit firmer. Uh, but apparently, yeah, for tackling, apparently it's, it's a hard surface. Hmm. I, I had Justin uh, Tucker on my team. Oh, and I had Lamar. Wow. So every single time Lamar got stuffed in the red zone, because it happened like a t- couple times, Justin Tucker would come up and just nail a 30-yarder. He put up, I think, 18 points yeah, for did me. Did Justin Tucker get more points than Lamar that day? He had. I So... I I'm, I play uh, I play six point touchdown pass in this certain okay. league, and Lamar had one more point than Tucker. Than Tucker. I yeah. think Tucker finished with eighteen. Lamar finished with nineteen. He had a pick, I believe, Lamar. Yeah. Uh, and like two or three times in the red zone, they just they can't score. Yeah, I don't know if it's like it's, he can throw a nice ball. I think sometimes it's like he just like chokes and he tries to like run around and like usually he picks up like the first down or he picks up yardage, but like on the times it doesn't work, he just gets sacked, like in a dumb situation kind of thing. So, I mean, I still won my week for fantasy considering, you yeah. know, I had Tucker who saved me, honestly, but the person I was playing also had a terrible week. But uh, I don't know. That's what I see when I see Baltimore. A mid a mid QB, Andrew. What the f- Come on. That's crazy. No. L- Lamar is still a great quarterback. He's so good. The only thing I like about, like, obviously, I love the Ravens and stuff, but Lamar will always somehow make a play, which I love. Like, it's like some quarterbacks, once there's pressure on them, it's done. But Lamar, like, will always somehow, some way. He's like Flat Stanley. Down. Flat Stanley. He's literally Flat Stanley. Like, the way that he'll, like... <laughs> oh, I love those books. Because the, I know those books are, like, unreal. But but the reason why I say that is because, like, he'll do, like, a sidestep, like, through two defenders. And, like, he'll just move, like, half a foot to, like, the right on, like, a diagonal. Like, kind of, like, Flat Stanley, like, skimming through, like, a cabinet or something. Well, That's that so just stupid. unlocked the memory. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Remember Drawn with Stilton? I'm, like, Drawn Bro, I have all the... Bro, I have at least 40 books at home. That's all from like, like the book a cover, fair. bro. Oh my! What about remember Scholastics? Captain, Captain Underpants. Captain, Captain Underpants. Remember Scholastics? The Diary of Wimpy Kid. Yeah, I was Shots just I was like... just showing Ryan. So Ryan was over with his girlfriend, and, and I was uh, like cleaning my room, whatever. And I was showing him all my books that I had, still like in like a in like my book my book cabinet, I guess, whatever. And I had a whole I had like all the Diary of Wimpy Kids. Right, classic literature, dude. If I kept <laughs> looking, I would have found all the Twilights. I would have found all the Twilights there too. Bro, I fully thought you'd be like. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, I was just reading it when Sean started that sentence. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. Sean, uh, <laughs> 20, 25 year old. It's my late night. That's my late night treat for myself is reading uh, Diary of Wimpy Kid. He lights up his, his vodka and, and soda candle and just. <laughs> my vodka and soda candle. <laughs> we're, not doing can- we're not doing candles yet. <laughs> we'll do candles in the Christmas episode. Yeah, Christmas, yeah, Christmas Christmas episode. Remember, uh, gets... Ryan, do you remember from Diary of Wimpy Kid, uh, Rowley? Yeah, Rowley. <laughs> Rowley was always up to no good, man. Yeah, Rowley and Greg. Yeah, yeah. Greg. The boys. I love those guys. The movies man. were actually not bad either. 
I think I saw the. F- they made how many? I think I saw the Couple. first two. At least two. 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 I think I, at least obviously two. Obviously, I haven't fucking seen it a minute. Yeah, they were like they were like live acted though. Like it wasn't as good. Yeah. I remember the Rowley character. I, I don't know like who is who the actor like what his name is, but I, it's such a Rowley. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, always a classic though. There's always memes of like Rowley. You know, you remember the actor? The little, the little, yeah, he's short, like a ginger guy. No, short, short ginger dude. Yeah. yeah there was always memes about like, it's like, uh, oh my god, it's like a girl. Like is in your like oh let's go upstairs and like your thing and then the Rowley's thinking like you're building like a Lego set and then obviously yeah, yeah. Like, the girl's obviously you know getting down with Rowley but then Rowley's like I just can't believe you <laughs> so I've got the line but it's he's too innocent he's too he's like I just want to go home <laughs> I want to pull up my Legos it's like when you're thinking like there's a Harry Potter meme it was like when you're thinking you're watching the seven Harry Potter movies with your girl but then she she starts taking off her clothes and then Rowley's like. I just want to leave. <laughs> I just want to watch Harry and Hagrid. Just ha- Harry and Hagrid and just Hagrid. Harry Potter. Harry. Anyway, though, so yeah, so like we were saying, coming off a really nice week of football, I know, Andrew, you wanted to sort of hit on one particular point. I think it was from the Giants game against the Bills, right? Yeah. Sunday Night Football, that last play of the game, the P.I., yeah, so I know you have a bone to pick with this. I wanted to ask you guys, I was like, should P.I. be reviewable? And I remember a few years ago, I think it was actually reviewable, P.I. in certain moments. But they took it out because it was like kind of, I don't even know why they took it out. But I want to ask you guys, should they bring that back of like, obviously the last play of the game, Darren Waller got fully held. Like even the play before, it was a PI2, which brought them on the one yard line. But this, even then, the last play of the game, zero seconds left, he act, he got totally held, horse collar, whatever it is. His jersey was stretched out and it's like no call. So, like, I'm asking and asking you guys now, should P.I. in that sense, last play of the game or, let's say, last two minutes of the game, should that be reviewable? Like, every scoring drive or everything like that, should that be reviewable in that sense? It's so tough because, like, ideally, like, you would like to see it get reviewed so you could get the right call on the field. It's just, like, I feel like logistically, like, doing that, like, okay, so let's just say, like, okay, you challenge it and... And it doesn't like you don't win. You don't win the challenge. Yeah. What do you ha- what you lose a timeout? But what if you lose what if you already have all your so, timeouts or no, like, so it used? just no, it just gets reviewed. So you know in the last two minutes of the game, refs take on their own like reviews. So it's not even a yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. Usually, it's like that. It's like that. Well, okay, so are we just talking last two minutes of a game? Yeah. Like I think we I think we could, I think it should be automatically like reviewed. Like I think exactly, just like, yeah, something like that. you know I what know. I mean? Like I think because well, obviously they have like um, like people watching games and like they review games and and when like there's not just like the refs so I think like that should be an option maybe in like the last like two minutes of a game or something like that where if a PI like a PI could re- like honestly really ruin you know ruin the outcome of a game like it did right like yeah it, uh, it change the outcome of a game it could yeah it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the offside rule in the NHL. Where it's like the second you implement it, I mean, realistically, like there's always, there's not always, but there's like 80% of the time, there's always like a bit of a hold. There's something, there's like hand fighting. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're always able to review it, like maybe what you're saying is like the last two minutes, like that's fair enough, especially like in big games in the playoffs. But if you're always able to review these plays, I feel like one, it takes away like a big, like human element of the game Mm -hmm. too, because you can, you're always able to slow down a play, see the guy grabbing. You know what I mean? The second thing, about like well in terms of because you were mentioning that it, it was a, at one point implemented like this was after that saints uh hit i the think rams it was against game. the rams, against yeah. The rams yeah. and 
so you're right. Didn't they bring it in? But then what? They got rid of it now? Like that rule doesn't apply anymore? It was something like that. I was, I was reading on Twitter. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that became a rule and then they took it out after one year. No idea. I like like the two. I like the two minute thing. Maybe like the last two minutes or like the last five minutes of a game, for example. I think it just makes sense because Giants, it was 14-11 uh, maybe? No, what was the score? Uh, it was 16, 14, 14 to 9. 14 to 9. 14 to 9. Like, yeah. A score of Gami. Was, was it? I don't think it was. In that sense and in that play and in that like crucial point in the game, obviously, with zero seconds left on the clock, you're kind of not cheat. I know it's in real fast motion, in fast motion, and whatever full speed. And like, I know you can't make a, a split second call like that. I didn't find that that one was egregious, by the way, either. It wasn't I, egregious, but it was definitely like you saw that he couldn't go up with his left arm because of it. I don't know. I feel like Sean brought up a good point. Like, you, you've kind of saw it in the NHL, like with the whole offside, like challenge. Any little chintzy. In general, like, it's just like it does take away, like, it does take away a real like human element to the game because like there's always gonna be like a little bit of like it's a game of inches realistically like yeah. like hockey like you're offside by like you could be offside by like a, a couple centimeters yeah. and then it gets reviewed and you win even though it realistically it didn't affect the play at all. It's no, the um it's just like once you kind of like set it, it just it could start a bad like precedent you know what i mean no, yeah. for sure. potentially like teams taking advantage and things like that it's the same thing that they're looking to do with like in baseball with like the robot ump to call yeah. balls and strikes like a huge part of baseball is the human element like it's just always been a part of baseball sometimes the ump calls it your way sometimes the ump doesn't call it your way but the second you start bringing like constant replays into every sport automation it's just going to ruin the sport because there is no, there's going to be no room for error. Mm -hmm. If you had a, if you had an ump calling balls and strikes to a 100% hit rate, like it's already hard to get hit in the in the MLB in the in the major leagues. You know what I mean? But like now, if you're not even giving a player like maybe there's a, a, a called a ball a ball that sh maybe it should have been a strike, but the ump called it a ball. Like that helps the you know the the batter. So now the pitcher's got to throw another ball in the strike zone to try and get a strike, and then the batter gets a hit. It's just I feel like it just, it ruins sports. And if they're trying to do it, they do it already in soccer with VAR. Like yeah. I think in soccer it's it's it's, it's good. It's good. They have it in a way. I mean, it makes sense. But I just think that like if you go to a certain point, it's gonna ruin the enjoyment of the sport. And imagine, imagine you're a DB in the NFL. Like you're gonna have to play it's perfect, perfect. Yeah, no, it's, it's so it's, impossible. No, I agree with you guys. It was just a, it was a thing you, I saw you on can Twitter. Watch so. any snap. Look at like either like you know um, in the trenches with like the two line like the lines or like you could even watch a, a corner on a on a wide receiver. Like there's always gonna be like a little. A little bit of holding, a little yeah. bit of whatever on every play. So it's like if you, if you have like I don't know, like Sean said, like auto, like automated robots or whatever, like looking at every single or could be flag, like you're gonna get more like flags on every single. The game's player. gonna last like five yeah, hours. Just, it takes away, like Sean said, like the human element. So I think like we kind of have to live with like, you know, the missed calls and things like that because at the end of the day, it gives. I think to me a better product. That's the you part of the I mean? sport. Like, That's the part that you yeah. get emotional about. Like, oh, the refs threw the game. You know, like that was bullshit. It's a talking point. It's just the thing is too. It's like when now when you're implementing betting and gambling and yeah. stuff like that, it's like it almost has to be perfect because yeah. people are now putting money on the games and it's they're losing money due to human error. Remember you know that I mean? uh, guy in the NHL, the, the referee there. What was his name? Uh, Tim, Tim Peel. Tim Peel. So a little rundown. I think we all know the story, but basically. 
it was a he was on like a hot mic in, a, in an NHL game. He was in his last season. I think he had like another couple games to go. Yeah, he was like retiring. They were gonna like do the whole send off for him, and basically he was talking. I know it was Nashville. Yeah. Playing, I think he was speaking with maybe like Matt Duchesne or something at the time. It was another, it was another linesman. There, it was like at the end of a period. Yeah, when they were like the linesmen or like the refs were like meeting. Yeah, and he got caught on a, a hot mic like discussing with the other refs. He he basically said like he's like oh we got to I don't remember what team he was referring to, but he, he was basically saying like oh we have to give them one back. Like, yeah, because like yeah. he called an if he call potentially, but that is like if you play like we've all played sports here, like you know that that's how the game. That's works, how it goes. Right? Like, it's just like you yeah. know sometimes the ref potentially calls a bad one, and you know like okay he called a bad one, he'll probably give us one you know give us one back. It right? makes sense. That's just how it works. That's just it's always how it works. Yeah, so even the, even even in the NHL you see it. You see you like let's can. say. One bad hooking or one bad trip, it's not really a trip. And you see, you could, everyone sees it on the big board in, 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 the, in the arena, right? Even the refs, like I'm sure they look up and check. Once you do that, five minutes, even 10 minutes later, you already know a soft call is going to be called against yeah, that team. You yeah. know, it just makes sense. And like, I think as a sports fan, everyone has accepted that. And like, when I'm watching the Bruins, for example, and let's say the Bruins gets a soft penalty. I already know the Bruins are going to be on a power play in five minutes. Yeah, because the refs see it too. They yeah, know. They'll make the call. They'll go see their replay the next TV timeout. They'll see they made a mistake or they'll see it on the Jumbotron. Yeah. And it's 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 not even that they, you know, most refs, I'm sure, obviously Tim Peel, he was doing that. And I think that's part of it. But it's just more human nature for the, for the ref to be in his head thinking, I'm going to, not that I'm going to give a makeup call, but like I'm looking for something the other yeah. team might do. Yeah, you want to balance call. the game. You, you know, that's just, that's just what it is. Yeah. You don't want it to be where it's like you made a bad call and that's the end of the night. You know what I mean? And, and you screwed the pooch because they scored on that power play and then the other team never got the chance back, you know? And it also goes both ways too, right? It's like you get pissed off when your team gets fucked because a bad call, but yeah. it's like also you're like, you're over the yeah, moon. When, you know, a good, when a bad call kind of go, works your your way, right? Yeah, so but it always goes back to, for that, in that situation, it always goes back to like, no, like, fuck that. We got screwed last no, time. No, exactly, right? <laughs> you know, so it's like, again, that's like part of sports, man. Like, yeah. you're going to get fucked. Like, yeah. yeah, I was going like, to say. It's just, like, it's never you're going to get fucked, fucked one way or another. Yeah, 30 yeah. teams, 30 fan bases every year get fucked. Exactly. There's one winner or whatever yeah, it is, 31 yeah, teams, true. or you know what I'm saying? So, so there's, there's only one winner. Every other fan base gets screwed over in that given year. Yeah. Um, I know, Andrew, you wanted to also talk a little bit about the Bills, like, themselves as a team. I'll start off real quick. I was watching that game. I watched that game in full. The Giants are not a very good team. They're not going to win many football games this year, I don't think. They played well that night. Like, the defense on the Giants really sort of was putting the pressure on Josh Allen. Josh Allen, when he gets under pressure, he just tries to throw, like, a 50-yard bomb, and it's like a punt. Uh, so the Giants kind of kept them. The Giants, I think, were up. Six nothing. I mean, it was like a. It wasn't the best game. It was a defensive game. They had two field goals. Um, the Giants also like they cannot score. Their 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 offense hadn't had a touchdown. They hadn't had a touchdown in the first half of a game all season, and they hadn't had an offensive touchdown since. So again, this was the what game was this? This was the Thursday night game, I believe. Yeah. That, uh, that makes sense. Anyway, their last touchdown were October 18th. So, like, in their last game, they had they, they played that and they had the touchdown. Before that was September 21st against That's San Francisco. Crazy. We are October 18th. So, let's say that game was on the 15th or 14th, whatever the math breaks down to. Two, uh, it was, like, th two games and a half almost of no points. Um, at the end of the first half, the, the uh, Giants were, like, driving. They had the ball. They were going for a field goal. A PI called, whatever. There was, like, 14 – there was 11 seconds left on the clock, Okay. And they're on the one-yard line. I don't know if you guys saw this, like, when you were watching the game. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, Tyrod, basically, it was, like, a run-pass option. He optioned for the run. 
they they ran it. They got stuffed at the goal line because there was no timeouts. It, the the clock runs. They couldn't spike it to kick a field goal. So they ended up actually losing. Like if they had had that point at the end of the game, you know, when they were driving and the whole thing with like the PI and everything, it would have been fourteen to twelve. All they would have needed was a field, field goal. goal. It's just the Giants, like, they can't get out of their own way. Like, I don't even think it has anything to do with the Bills. I think it's any given week. The Giants played well. The Bills didn't play amazing. But I think the Bills are still a good team. You think so? I think so. I think the Bills are a solid team. I think their defense is very good. I and just, they're well coached. I just, there's always something with the Bills. There's never something with the Eagles. There's never something with the Niners. There's never something with the Dolphins. Every, te- every good team that you consider a good team in the league, they have a bad game for sure. For what, four years, three years since they've had Allen, it's been always these random games that the Bills just stink. Allen just stinks. Everyone then this question comes back up saying, Are the Bills legit? Is Allen legit? Is Stefan Diggs gonna request? I think Stefan Diggs is a diva. He's a definitely a diva. He's hundred percent oh, a diva. 100%. Even Metcalf, see Metcalf? Metcalf like yeah. shoved one of the Cincy players like after he was pissed off they didn't get the ball. He got he's like a bit a, of a diva too. Metcalf. A lot of them are though. Yeah, like, yeah. Are. I mean, when you're again, I'm not condoning any of the, of the things they do because they, they look like a bunch of bitches on yeah. the field. But when you're wide receiver one and you want the ball, I guess you know, like look what Jamar Chase said. Like I'm always open. Seven eleven. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like they've been getting the ball their entire life. So like, that's what it is. But yeah. so used to it. But with the Bills, like people, when you put them with the 49ers, for example. It's like, I just don't see that they're in the same tier. I, I look at them in the same tier as the Ravens. When we play a bad team, we fall into the trap of like, we play at their level and that's it. Like, I don't put the bills at this elite team because I just don't see consistency when it comes, like, why did they kill the Miami Dolphins? And then they can't even beat a Giants team that's like depleted. They can't even score two touchdowns against a Giants team that people have been scoring so many points. You know, it's like, and why is Josh Allen struggling Versus a Giants team that people are balling out on. I think I think I, Josh I, Allen's good, but I think like when he shook, he shook. Like I think I, I, I don't know. Like he's not like a QB like Mahomes that's really good, and then like on his worst days, he's just okay. I think Josh Allen like is amazing three out of four games, let's say, and on that one game. game that he's not good, he's really really bad. To me, well, number one, like I think really it's like any given Sunday on the NFL. Like we talk about teams like the Eagles, the Niners. Like the Niners just lost to the Browns with PJ Walker. Like and. That's not even discrediting them. They're still one of the best teams in the league. But, you know, Eagles, they've had a few tough games. I'd say they obviously came out on top. But, like, I mean, well, actually, no, they just lost to the Jets. So there you go. Yeah. Like, it, it happens. The Bills, to me, are still one of the better teams in the NFL. I wouldn't – I agree with you when you say you wouldn't put them up there with, like, the Eagles and the, and the Niners. I <laughs> definitely agree with that. To me, Josh Allen is still one of the best quarterbacks in the game. But where they kind of fall short, I find, is just every year – we've spoken about this before too. Every year to me, it's like the same deal with them. It's the like Bills, you know it's going to be Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Like you need to get more weapons. You need to be able to like give – like I know they tried to like get Dalton Kincaid and James Cook and stuff like that. But just like I think they need another like legit wide receiver too that could help out Stephon Diggs. Because that'll help him. Out. That'll not only help Allen, but also help Stephon Diggs. You know what I mean? Even another running back to a certain extent. Like they have what Lat Murray, and like I think he's good. Um, I think James Cook is good. I, I I think like I sometimes see a bit of like Dalvin in him. Obviously, like they're yeah. brothers. I don't know if he'll ever be end, end up being like as good as Dalvin was, but he's like, kind of undersized a little bit. And yeah, like you're yeah. saying, you have Stephon Diggs. He is a diva, 
but there's just really nothing else on that roster yeah. that really I know Gabe Davis is yeah. not like a terrible second option, but I think in a perfect world he's a third option. I'll ask That's you guys. What I would say. I'll ask you guys this now. Week 18, Commanders has to play one team, either the 49ers or the Bills. People that are comparing both these teams. Who you want to play? Because you know in your mind we got spanked by yeah, the Bills. Was, <laughs> no, no, I know, but, and we play the 49ers at the end of the year too. Actually, you know, no, but this is just hypothetical, right? You know in your mind, like if I have the the the, the choice of Ravens play either 49ers or the Bills, I'm picking the Bills. Record wise, might not show it. But you could catch the Bills on a shit week like it's been this for the past. Every yeah. time they lose a game, the Bills, I find they just don't look like a football team. I think I would go more Niners myself. Yeah, I don't go, know if that's a crazy thing. I've seen us play the Bills, and I know like the question no, is just like one for one, and I shouldn't look at other things. I guess I think I would still go Niners even just in that regard because – if I got to bet against a quarterback on a Sunday, like any given Sunday, I'd rather bet bet against Brock Purdy than Josh Allen. Like, just completely honest. No, but you, like, I think it's just so much easier to to disrupt a guy like Josh Allen. Like, because exactly. Brock Purdy has like one of the best O lines in the league, like one of the best like group of like weapons in the league. You look at it, one of the best defenses in the league. Like the guy's so well like protected and like has such good like weapons around him and good coaching too. Where it just like it, it feels like. You'd have like pretty much the entire team would have to fucking have a bad game for Brock Purdy yeah. to have. A well, bad that's what game. happened uh, well, like this past week, basically. Yeah. And when he sh- and that's the same thing with Brock Purdy. Like when he looked bad, he looked like he looked like he was just human again. Like I, mean, I know that's the thing that's going to come back to the debate. He's is, a seventh is, round pick, is he a system oh? quarterback, which I I think he is. But I give credit to Shanahan yeah. and the Niners for being able to put in place such a good team mm-hmm. and system where they could just drop in a quarterback. Do you want to talk? Uh, I mean, like I, I appreciate our little conversation about the Bills, but I'm kind of done with the Bills. Do you want to talk a little bit about the uh, Commanders? Like, uh, so this past weekend we played Atlanta. We were going in two and three. We just got. Uh, pummeled by the Bears on Thursday Night Football. This was a must-win. Yeah, and they went out and did the job for sixteen. Yeah, man. No, it was a, it was a good win. Like you take a win for sure in the NFL. Like, would I have liked to see us, you know, play a better second half? Yes, but we played we played well. And Atlanta is no slouch. Like, I think they're like Atlanta is a very comparable team to us. Yeah, the Washington solid defense. You know, good like. Real good weapons. What we did to to limit Bijan Robinson, thirty something yards, like 40, 40 yards. Yeah, he did not do much. Very impressive. So that that impressed me. We really limited them. Uh, defense played better. Got some takeaways. Uh, Sam Howell, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yeah. Literally, the only bad thing in this game is we kind of like, you know, we coasted. T- yeah, like, we yeah. coasted in the second half towards the towards the end. We had the ability to because Desmond is terrible. I'm sorry. But our defense was playing great. No, Desmond Ritter is he's not He's so bad. Right he's terrible. Like, he, he, those picks. Is he the worst? The one to Ben St. Just was terrible. Yeah, is he the worst quarterback in the league? Uh, starting, starting quarterback, I should say. Um, the worst starting quarterback in the league. He might like, be. People than, were saying it was going to be him or Zach Sam Wilson? Howell. Oh, no. Okay. Well, Sam Howell. No, but that's what people were, that's what people oh, were okay. saying. Like, Sam Howell is playing like a top 15 quarterback. Mac Jones I think it's all the team. Yeah, Mac Jones. I think it's Daniel all. Jones. I know he's injured, but. Daniel like, Jones has been pretty bad. I think it's Mac, Daniel, um, Desmond, and Zach, Zach, Zach Wilson. has been better than, than, than uh, Desmond, for sure. Yeah. I'll give Zach Wilson I mean, some credit. The, Desmond's also, you know, he's got his team to three and three. Like, he's been okay when he's, like, he. I haven't watched Atlanta a ton, but I feel like he's been okay. But I think really, like, he's just – he's not it. Like, I don't think he's the answer there. Yeah. I think he 
potentially could be a maybe a backup, you know, in, later on in his career. But but yeah, no. Overall, yeah. but I, honestly, I was happy with the win. Like like I said, really, the only like downside was, you know, we kind of coasted in the end. Yeah, I have to personally apologize to um, a good amount of my friends for for promoting Jahan Dotson. Dude, <laughs> I was basically walking around like a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, going door to door. Getting you to buy in on Jahan Dotson, and yeah. he has been such a disappointment. I mean, like, he, he hasn't really been getting the looks, to be completely honest. But, you know, obviously in the game that just happened against Atlanta, he had one target. It would have probably been, like, a 20, 30-yard pickup, and he just dropped it. It could have like, been a house call, man. Like, he was It could have It could have maybe been a touchdown if he was able to cut up and maybe even make, like, a man miss, you know. He but I think he was at least going to get 20, 30 yards. Yeah. Drop the ball. He's been making a couple drops so far this year. It, I, I feel like he just hasn't gotten a fair opportunity. Like, I, I, I don't understand how, like, a first-round pick like that who had such a good rookie rookie season is, like, getting one or two targets a game. Like, yeah. to me, like, EB has done a good job, but, like, he's got to get him more involved. Like, you have to get your weapons more involved. Like, Curtis is involved. Like, Curtis is what jahan was supposed to be this year like curtis is like the guy like terry's always going to get his but jahan has just been kind of like an afterthought it yeah feels like curtis has like what three four touchdowns i think curtis yeah he's been balling out dude he's, i mean he's been having a good year we're we're six games in like they're you know like the nfl season is a long it's a short but long season like yeah. there's seasons within seasons i find in the nfl so i mean you know he he has one good game and then he starts to build on that speaking of terry i picked him up in my guillotine league so i'm starting terry and brian robinson this week I have Brees Hall on by. I have CeeDee Lamb on by. Um, so I survived. This is the league where it's like if you finish dead last in that given week, you get eliminated yeah. and your whole team goes up for auction. So I'm going to be banking on Terry and, and Brian Robinson, which I'm a little bit nervous. But against the Giants, I, I have to. I even picked up uh, the Zach Neal guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Zach Evans. Zach Evans, for the Zach Evans from the Rams. I was able to get him. So I have to start him. I have to pick him up in a couple leagues. Too, I picked yeah. up him and I picked up uh, uh, McLaughlin, but I think I ended yeah. up dropping McLaughlin for someone else. Yeah. Oh no, I kept I kept McLaughlin actually. Sorry, I dropped George Pickens. Oh, okay, yeah. To take Terry, I picked up Cream Hunt. I was looking at him too. Called out, yeah, uh, last week with PJ Walker, and like Ford should still get RB one. Yeah, looks, but Cream Hunt will slowly sneak in there for sure. Yeah, I mean he was there longer, and Cream Hunt I think is the better player overall. But I saw that Ford had a good game. He had like eighteen rushes. Like yeah, they both had yards. they both had really good games. They both had a touchdown. They both had the, almost the same amount of rush attempts. I think Cream Hunt had more catches, which actually brought him higher than Ford. So, but uh, speaking of fantasy, I have a trade. I have a few trades that I've done. Some fantasy yeah. trades. A big like fantasy like flipping. Like I flipped the I flipped the trade and then got another trade. So shit. My original <laughs> shit. My shit, original man. trade. This happened eight days ago. Okay. I traded um, James Cook, Patrick Mahomes, Chris Olave, Drake London, and Zach Moss. So big Whoa. trade. That's five a players. Freaking massive trade. Yeah, five yeah. players, yeah. eh? Yeah. That's so, a team. That's a that's like a team. It's a team for team almost trade. Like, but we were both like struggling in a sense. Like James I'm, Cook, Zach Moss, Olave, Mahomes, and London. Drake London. Drake London. Who wow. actually balled out this week. Yeah. Um, James Cook didn't really. Mahomes got 18 points against Denver. So I was yeah. kind of, okay, but I'll tell you who I got back. I got Tua. Okay. Alvin Kamara. Wow. Christian Watson. Okay. And Debo Samuel. That's actually pretty good. Okay. Alvin's been really good. Right. Who was the QB you said he got? Tua. Tua's been very good. He's been too. arguably oh. better than Mahomes. Tua has arguably in been better than Mahomes. I mean, Mahomes I think kind of like lackluster. Oh, we got 18 points far. against. Denver. You got the big dog no. in Camara. Like you got the big dog in Camara. Yeah. I think you obviously have to give up some more like depth in like Zach Moss. But again, Zach Moss is also like 
John Taylor's back, you know. That's so. why. So I, I just assumed I, I just gave him him just because just, I just said like, okay, I'll add some value to the trade, and also just because if if anything, Jonathan Taylor goes down again. Zach Moss has been doing actually really well. Yeah. Even with him there, he's been still he's getting been doing very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I flipped. So then now, just recently, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, I flipped Kamara and Cooper, Amari Cooper, for Keenan Allen and Derrick Henry. That's some tidy work. Yeah. That is some tidy work. Right. I'll be honest. I didn't love the return you got for the other one. Yeah. Because I like I like Tua, but I just felt that you gave up a lot of smaller pieces, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I liked Kamara because Kamara's been very good. The thing about Kamara is it's still like he's only a couple games in. It's Williams, the same. Williams yeah. is coming back as well off IR. But Williams coming back. I think I still think Kamara will be the guy. He's been playing for very sure, well. Yeah. And, and Williams is playing like crap. But Keenan Allen, Derrick Henry, that's nice. But the only thing is, and you know, you had like the ability to do that this week because is because uh, Henry's on by. He's on by. Yeah. But that's smart. What's your record in this league? Uh, two and four. Okay. So I so kind of needed it. In a you sense. would have loved that more if you were like four and two because you could afford to lose a week. Yeah. But then like you're really loading up for like the rest yeah. of the season because you get like a top running back. Derrick Henry is looked still very so, good. Yeah. yeah so Derrick Henry's been solid. So my yeah. starting lineup is Tua, Keenan Allen this week, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Tua, Keenan Allen, uh, Christian Watson. I got B Rob. Yeah. Uh, Cream Hunt, which I just picked up. Yeah. Evan Ingram, who's been balling out, and Zay Flowers, who's been balling out. Yeah. Well. And then next week you'll have Derek Henry back. So and yeah. I have Debo, who's questionable, so I could pop him in there for Zay Flowers. That's a solid team. That's a solid, how many uh, people in this? Ten, team? ten, man. Ten. That's a very That's solid, a solid team. team. Yeah, so Rob and Derek Henry is a very nice tandem. Yeah. Yeah. So Rob's been catching the ball a lot too. Yeah. Is this in uh, at least two or three catches a game usually? You're up solid, yeah. And and they should get him. I don't know. I like to see him get yeah, a little bit more carries. Oh, so I can't get a read on this Giants game. Whenever I watch, whenever I watch B Rob, I'm like. Oh my! It hurts. Like, not because he's bad. It's just because I don't know if he's just getting utilized properly. He doesn't get a lot of like yards per carry. He's disgusting in the screen game, man. When he gets going, yeah, that's why. Like receiving wise, he's pretty good, but rushing wise, I'm like, oh my god. He doesn't. I've never. I, we haven't really seen like a. He hasn't like a home run shot. He yet. doesn't. He's not that kind of runner. I don't think. No. He's more just like. Really, like, where he's very good is the screen game. Like I said, like when he's between the tackles, like he's a hard runner. But I don't know if he necessarily has like breakaway speed but when he's when you get him like in motion type thing when he's like a pass or a screen type thing yeah. dude this guy is like you're not bringing him down the reason he's you're effective not. is because he can get you he, he averages three to four yards of carry he'll get you three to four yards of carry on that first down yeah he'll run again he'll get you another three to four yards with tackles like well, yeah wrong. and then so you're th- set up like third and two you know so yeah. it's just like that's how washington plays they grind they have now the ability to like really throw the football because of mm-hmm. Sam Howell. Last year they just grinded down the field running yeah. it like yeah. four or five yards of carry, you know. Um, but I love B Rob. I was actually looking to trade for him. I was doing it. I was gonna like debating an offer. It was gonna be um, it was Devonte Adams, and let me find it quickly right here. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? He texted me today. It was my friend Zach. So it was uh, oh yeah, Dalton Schultz. I'm giving away Dalton Schultz and Devonte Adams. I want to hear your opinions on this. And I would be getting back. Um, uh, it was uh, Brian Robinson and Pittman. Because Devontae Adams has been not like amazing. Dalton Schultz has been looking like nice, like for Houston. He's on by this week. But I get back Brian Robinson and Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman's actually been very good. He's Garner's guy. That's wow. the thing. He is Garner's guy. And so I, I said I wanted to hold out for now. I'm actually playing this guy also this week in this in my fantasy league. So that's kind of part of it. Why? I don't know. Is, it's no, I'm, I'll be, I'll be, I wouldn't be surprised if you request a trade for the trade deadline. Tell me, tell me if like you think I should take this trade just with my team. So <clears throat> I have Trevor Lawrence, but I think this week I'm going to start Jared Goff against Baltimore. I, I might, I might, anyway, whatever. I, I don't, I'm going to be honest with you, friend to friend, and I know I'm a Ravens fan. Don't do it. 
I have Jared Goff. Yeah, I know the defense is like number two. Bro, their defense, bro, Ravens defense, man. Like the corners, we missing Marlon uh, Humphrey for like majority Jordan of the year. Playing New Orleans though. Is there anyone else on waivers? Like I, I, I'm gonna say, watch, watch. I'm gonna say this. Watch Jared Goff get 30 points and that okay, he'll be on your bench. I actually but... just okay. Hold up. I just want to tell you this trade, and I want you to tell me if you think I should make this trade. So let's just say Jared Goff, whatever. Raheem Mostert, Etienne are my two backs. Devon, so I have Devontae Adams right now. I have uh, KJ. Yeah, it's KJ. Yeah, KJ Osborne. I have Mark Andrews. I have I picked up Zach Evans. I have Bass and Saints defense. So let's say I were to move Adams and Schultz, who's not even playing. I would now have Raheem, Etienne, Brian Robinson as my running backs. I would have KJ and Michael Pittman as my two receivers with Mark Andrews as my tight end. I still have DeAndre Hopkins on my bench, and I have George Pickens on my bench. Oof, your wide receivers, wide receivers are, are rough. rough. I would have yeah. KJ Osborne, and it's just, I mean, I know, because Adams is, is good. You would be getting a wide receiver back, I feel. I see you wait out. Sorry? Like, you should get... Wait, what did you say you're getting back? B-Rob I'm getting back else? Brian Robinson. And and I, I would be getting back Brian Robinson and Michael Pittman. Oh, I mean, I don't know. He has also Tyler Lockett, but I would rather Pittman than Lockett, I think. I think you would add Lockett to the trade. Is it half PPR? It's full PPR. Oh, go Lockett, 100%. Over Pittman? Pittman's I mean, actually, I, to be fair, I haven't looked at Pittman's stats. Pittman last week put up 14 targets. This was with, with Gardner. Yeah. 14 targets, 9 receptions, 109 yards. Uh, he had 2 red zone targets. Yeah. The week before that, when when what's face like got injured, he had seven targets, five receptions, fifty-two yards. He only had ten points, and then like yeah, I mean he's had twenty-three points, thirteen points, sixteen points, four point five, ten points, nineteen points. Like Devontae had a ridiculous start to the year, but the last couple of games, and I don't want to make too hasty of a decision, but you know I don't know. I'm gonna say hold out. For Devontae, now. Devontae, yeah. He's playing Chicago this week, too. The, the thing is with Devontae is, like, you're waiting for him to have a big game, too. But also, B-Rob, I know you're a Commanders fan, but B-Rob, you have to wait to have a big game as well. Like That's the thing, yeah. B-Rob, like, I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking at B-Rob's stats right now, and I'm still very high on him. I think he's still going to do decent. I hope he spikes up, like he sparks up a little bit. But B-Rob has been saved by touchdowns since his 28-point performance in Week 2. So he had, in Week 3, he had 7 points. In week four, he got a rushing touchdown. That that rushing touchdown brought his points up to 13. Instead of that, he would have got seven. Then in week five, he got eight. And then just last week in week six, he got a reception touchdown, which actually would have brought down to seven again. So it's not like these touchdowns are making him spark up to 22. Yeah, and yeah, he would have had 16 anyways. It's very touchdown. Yeah, he is. To get to like 13 or 14, he's like touchdown. So that's why I think you hold out maybe. And maybe Devontae will get targeted. I think he has to get implemented in the game plan more. Like, I think it has to happen yeah. soon. So I think. They always go to Jacoby. Yeah. That's all they especially do. They go to Jacoby Myers. Especially with. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I, I think it's just Josh McDaniels not understanding, like, really who. I know, obviously, this is a stupid statement, but who Devontae really is. Because yeah. even with Rodgers, Devontae was getting double teamed. And like the coach found a way around him. I think it was Matt Mafleur at one point, and then also it was what Mike McCall, Mike yeah, McDaniel? Mike McCarthy, prior. Mike McCarthy, yeah, not Mike McDaniel, but Mike McCarthy. Mike so it's McDonald. like, so Devonte will will get open. It's Devonte Adams. Like with Aaron Rodgers, he was insane. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. it's just Josh McDaniels kind of holding him back in a sense of scheming a way to get him open. But you got to trust him a little bit more. Like I think he had three targets. Against uh, yeah, Green Bay, it's crazy. How are you gonna have a three? I think he's. Gonna, I think he he will request a trade by week eight, and he'll come to the Ravens. He's maybe still like, a, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> he's still one of the best receivers in the oh, game. Oh, hundred percent. He's one of those guys yeah. that needs to be getting eight, nine, ten targets a game. Like, Matter I'm just what. trying to debate right now if I may have just picked up a steal in Zach Evans. Well, how long because, is Williams out for? So, 
Kyron Williams is definitely out. He's already out this week, they're saying. Hit the other guy, Ronnie River. What a name. Ronnie River, that's like a 10 out of 10 name. Ronnie He's River. going to injure reserve. So now the only guy that's left in line is Zach Evans. They picked up Miles Gaskins, and they have Royce Freeman, who was on their practice squad. Hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. I picked up Zach Evans in, uh, in a couple Zach, I'm just scared because they haven't projected at one point. Which the thing I Zach hate. Evans also, they did you say they picked up Daryl Henderson from practice squad? Yeah, but no, Daryl Henderson is going to the practice squad. They moved Roy Streaman from the practice squad to the main team. The thing is, yeah, Daryl Henderson knows the offense too. He was there last year. The thing is, I'm not. So it might just be a little committee that back Zach there, Evans you know. has to be really good this week. Yeah, that's the thing. He's got to exactly. be good this week. Because if not, yeah. then it's useless. But if he ends up popping off this week, I'm starting him in this league. If he ends up popping off, they're going to keep out. their hunch on the their thing. And then Kyron might only be out for a week, but the other guy's out for four weeks. I mean, so. Daryl Henderson is like, I mean, he knows the offense, but there's a reason. He's also why. freaking old, too. Yeah, like, he's fat. Where, was he on the practice squad? or was No, he, he got signed to the practice squad. Oh, he just got signed to the he practice squad? just got signed oh. to the practice squad. So it's like he wasn't even on the practice squad. Royce Freeman was on the it's practice just like squad. A cream, it's like a yeah. cream hunt situation. Yeah, like, yeah oh, exactly. Oh, Chubb goes down, let me, let me call back our, our, our guy, you know? And yeah, Daryl yeah. Henderson was their guy. Yeah, So that's the only thing that's a little bit... I see, are, I see you hold out, but, like, if you like B-Rob and if you like Pittman, Devontae Adams, man, like, I, he should get going, but if you need wins. Yeah. If I hadn't, I'm, like, 2-4 and four in this league, that's the thing, too. Oh, yeah. So if, if, I hadn't picked wins, up, yeah. if I hadn't picked up Zach Evans, I might have done this trade to, like, really secure myself a running back. But he's going to start this week, so, I mean, the Rams have been good. They put, it seems like anyone, not anyone, but, like, any guy they put in there at running back has done pretty well. Yeah. Like, Kyron, just, yeah. who the hell's Kyron? He just kind of got planted, and he's been, he was, like, unreal. Yeah, next episode we'll do a... Uh... Trade prediction. Yeah, that's true, right? Eh? Because we're, we're are we? When is the trade deadline? Week eight. Oh, so two, like, two weeks. It's already it's already week eight. Yeah, crazy. dude, we're already like this is next halfway, week. Halfway, bro. We're seven halfway. weeks in the NFL. Uh, we're almost that's, halfway. That's insane. Do we have anything else we want to talk about unrelated to football? I know that we're uh, we're mid October, like Halloween's almost a uh, couple weeks away. I know Andrew had a little idea that he wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Can I just talk about the soccer thing quickly? Yeah. Talk oh about yeah, I want to hear about this. So basically, three well, three Italian players that I know. Um, got caught for sports betting, um, which I find like I don't understand athletes, even football. Like, I get it, you could bet on other sports, but like, don't bet on like soccer if you play soccer. You know what I mean? Because you you kind of already have the in in a sense. Don't so, bet on the sport you play. Like it's exactly, pretty it's pretty you simple. Like, football players bet on. Like I remember Calvin Ridley bet on. Look, you could you could look at it on both sides and say like Calvin Ridley was out for that whole year cup through injury and like he was just betting on his own Falcons to win, but then again you still you still have an in of the football world, right? So yeah. anyway, so um, I don't know if you guys have been watching, but Italy's been trying to qualify for the Euros. Yeah, I heard they yes. lost yesterday against England. One thing, sorry, real quick, in and of itself, the fact that they aren't automatically qualified after having won the last tournament is insane to me. Oh, you, how you how feel- is the champion? Not automatically qualified for the next tournament. It's just because a lot of things could happen in that four-year span. I understand, but I mean, like, I don't know. To me, that's has it always been like that, or do they always been like that? Always been like that. You've always had to qualify again, just because, in a way, Italy's team had a bunch of these studs: Chiellini, Bonucci. They're all gone now. The defense is gone, reshaped everything. They have a bunch of young guys, so that's why it's like kind of unfair. If you're going through a rebuild, like Germany's kind of going through a little rebuild, you see now they have. Godse is gone. A bunch of these go- the guys are gone. Ozil's Thomas gone. Mueller. Mueller is still there, but he's 38. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you if you just spark them right back into the tournament, it's kind of unfair to other teams in a sense. Yeah. But yeah, Italy, I don't even know if we're going to make it. It's You don't think? I We play two games left, North Macedonia, and then we play Ukraine. And I think we have to win both. Is that actually what it, it was? Because I know my friend was telling me that we have to win one of them or we something. We have to win one of them because we have a game on Ukraine. 
yeah. who is now in second place. Okay. So North Macedonia. I remember then they beat like Germany or something in one of the qualifiers like years a couple years ago or something. Yeah, North Mac North Macedonia knocked us out of the Euro quali uh, World Cup qualifiers this year Bro. or World Cup to make the, the hell World is Cup. North Macedonia like And then they went on to play Portugal for the final. It was going to be Ronaldo against Italy for to make the World Cup and it, uh, Ronaldo killed North Macedonia I think like 4-0 wow. and they made it to World Cup. What's yeah. Ronaldo up to these days? Uh, yeah, you don't really talk. You don't, you don't talk about Ronaldo that much anymore. It's just because he's in uh, Saudi Arabia making like Saudi Arabia making a fucking yeah. huge amount of money. But you know what it is? Like you can't blame Saudi Arabia for what they're doing. No, they're smart. No, I mean, they're trying all. to. A lot of people are like Saudi Arabia is ruining soccer. I'm like, if you had that much amount of money and you could get the stars there and you could you could improve your soccer league and you could improve yeah. like the fans going all this stuff. Why not? Just like put more money. I would blame. I would blame more money inside. I would blame the players. If anything, if you, if you're going to blame someone, you blame the players because the players are the one accepting these billion dollar contracts. Like look, look at Mbappe. Yeah. yeah but anyone's going to accept that kind of contract. Of course, like it's just, this, it's good for the league. Just, it creates more like competition. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you wanna no have, one can ever compete with the Saudi. They have so much money. No, it doesn't make no, any sense. Now, now let's say like all these European leagues, now have to give a better product because they yeah. have competition like you know but it's I mean? just like, not even close like the saudis will give them a billion dollars oh, when yeah. like the but other league give them a hundred million that's the thing sean yeah. so it's if you're a young star coming up you're 23 years old you're a stud you could you could get your whole world the whole world's at your the oyster what's up with the fuck that thing the world is your oyster the world is your oyster that's the, the one world's at your oysters <laughs> <laughs> jesus it's been a long day but um Look at Mbappe. Mbappe got offered a billion dollar contract, and he's what twenty four years old. Did he take it? No, he didn't take it because why? No, Neymar took it. Neymar took it, but he's third. He's over a little bit over the hill. Ronaldo's over the hill a little bit too. Even Benzema, they all took it. They all. But Mbappe, you're not gonna waste your prime years in a league where you're gonna score hundred goals. Like why? It's also about legacy. I mean, legacy. like you know, what's honestly? You're you're worth five hundred million. You're worth a billion. You're worth. Seven hundred million, you're worth one point no, three billion. Like it's seven hundred million is your your family is taken care of for uh, the next three thousand years with that much money. You know what I mean? Like, like Ryan said, Ryan, what'd you say? I don't career, know you... Like career suicide, essentially. Like, yeah, you could go make a billion dollar contract, but let's say you stay like just like just like realistically, dude. Like it just you're playing in the farmers' league I'm out there. Even, like, I'm not even gonna have like an opinion on this, but like. When people go to Saudi Arabia, like generally, like it's frowned upon. Like that's just like it is, yeah. In general, so just like think of all like this money you could make through sponsorships throughout your career, even after your career, like yeah. all these things, like partnerships, whatever. Like not even to mention like multiple contracts. Like, yeah. You go to you go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you get maybe obviously like billions of dollars in contract money, but you also are probably not getting all these partnerships, sponsors, things like that. Like. It's a Mickey Mouse league compared to like the Prem. I look or, at I look yeah. I look at Saudi Arabia like um, the MLS to soccer, and Saudi Arabia is basically the MLS to the like the big European leagues. Yeah. yeah. So basically, all these old players get paid whatever. I mean, MLS don't pay a hefty amount of money like Saudi Arabia does, but you're basically taking all these old players that you have big names and just making a league and like you know Ronaldo's gonna sell you a bunch of tickets like Neymar's gonna sell Karim Benzema's gonna sell a bunch of these guys are gonna sell Manny's gonna sell so it's like you're gonna pay these guys millions of dollars hundreds of millions of dollars I should say and if they're gonna sell you tickets they sell you tickets like I'm not gonna put it, but it's just if you're a young player that's what bothers me if you're an Mbappe and if, if Mbappe did accept that one billion dollar contract I get it you make a billion dollars but you're ruining your legacy. You're gonna go play. You're not even gonna go play in the Champions League. I mean, they're they're putting things of like winner of the uh, Saudi league gets into Champions League. They're trying to put it and implement in that. But 
Like, you're not even going to play in any of these leagues. You're not going to play in the Premier League. You're not going to play in, like, um, yeah. what's it called? Any of these big, big European leagues. All those leagues. accomplishments don't really mean anything. Don't mean anything. If you're going to score 100 goals against in the Saudi League, besides farmers. if you score... Against farmers. Yeah, besides if you score 50 goals in the in, in the Prem or League, league, uh, league yeah. uh, you know, it's it's different. And people look at you different. And Mbappe's a crazy player. So if he went to Saudi and all these young players are going to Saudi for the bag... That you can make the bag here and still have an impact, yeah. And people will look at you so much different than what they're gonna look at you if they go if you go to Saudi. You know I, what I, I mean? I get it though, because at the end of the day, like, like you, like, I completely agree with what you said. But just to play like devil's advocate, like at the end of the day, it is a business for them too. True. So it's like you could go play whatever and like make you know billion dollars. Like to some people, that's probably very appealing. But obviously, I assume to guys like Mbappe and these guys that are like the ultra competitors, like they just they might not care. Obviously, I'm sure they care about money, but they might not care as much about money as they do like want to win and yeah. want to have a legacy. Because they know they're going to get paid. And yeah. the whole point of them growing up, like, you know, like us as kids, we've always wanted to lift the Stanley Cup. I've never cared about, even if I was being paid billions of dollars to go over to the KHL and lift whatever cup that you win when you win that league. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I yeah. would take a pay cut. And to win a Stanley Cup and have my name on a trophy that like I've always wanted to win. I'm sure same thing for Mbappe, who's wanted to win like golden boots and stuff like that his whole life and win championships and the Prem or whatever league he's in, as opposed to going over to, to a farmers league, getting paid a crap ton of money, but none of it means anything. No, know? exactly, it makes sense. But Andrew, tell us, tell us about this. Italy yeah, so basically, that. more than 40 players are suspected of being involved in the betting scandal that has rocked Italian football. Already includes Premier League duo Sandro uh, Tonali and Nicolo Zaniolo. Uh, so. Basically, yeah, they just 40 over 40 Italian players have been caught on betting. Um, they're gonna their national team. Oh, and uh, I think Tonali just got actually suspended for a year. Uh, oh really? Yeah, they they just implemented some suspensions here. So oh no, you went you went to midfielder uh, Nicolo Fagioli banned at least seven months for violations related to betting. So, but apparently this guy was 22 years old. He was actually suffering from a betting addiction. Um, so he just got Get banned for seven months. Yeah, he was getting help, but I guess he just got caught now. Get the man some help now. And then, so let me just look up some suspensions. So yeah, but like, I just don't understand. Like, it's easier said than done. If you have an addiction, I know it's super hard to get out of an addiction, but you're making millions of dollars. Like, what do you, if you're, like, you don't even have to make another, yeah. like, is it what, is this like a side hustle? Like, that's the thing. It's more, it's, I think it, it is like, I love, I love to bet on on sports right and if, if you're had, a, if you're a billionaire if i had so much money in the in my in my bank account where it's like think of it too these guys have nothing to like they're busy but their lives are they're making millions of dollars they have to go to practice and play games so there's no real stress they come back home after a day of after let's say an early morning training right or like they go till noon let's say and then what do you do for the rest of the day they a lot of, that's why a lot of them play video games a lot of them stream a lot of them do stuff like that because there's nothing else to do like you have so much money you do your sport and then you can just chill out until the next day yeah. so i can get the sentiment of wanting to watch a sport game i think if i were in their shoes i would try and pick any other sport to gamble on other than the one i'm playing in because you just know it's going to come back and bite you in the ass yeah. and all these leagues have made a point of saying this will not be accepted you'll be spent for an entire year or worse that's the thing it's like you know you're you're gonna get caught you know you're gonna get suspended for probably like close to a year like these leagues don't mess around when it comes to that and i completely understand why it could have totally fuck up the integrity of the game yeah and um but i get i completely agree with what you said and the fact that athletes are super busy but they also kind of have a lot of free time and i yeah. guess 
like obviously it's just like anybody bro you want to come you want to come home and you want to just relax and they probably watch sports just like any of us do and they want to throw a couple bucks or i don't know how much they're betting but whatever like but to me it's just like dude like just don't do it like i don't know like it's just like you know the risk throw on a movie what? Throw on a movie. No, I, I, you can watch sports, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I read diary of a like Sean. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I understand like people have like addictions and there's like the certain cases, but like, I don't know, man. It's just like fuck. Like, I mean, it's really not worth it. The benefit no. of you uh, putting ten grand and winning ten grand back, as yeah. opposed to you getting suspended for a whole year and, and missing maybe millions of dollars, millions of dollars, or even if you're getting paid but just not be able to play yeah. the game that you love. I mean, NFL decrease their suspension. Did you guys see that? I saw, but that was for betting on other sports. On other sports. Oh, yeah. so you can't even bet on other sports so, so, as an athlete. No, no. Well, that's, that's what happened NFL? with Jameson uh, Williams. Was, so he bet on a different sport, so, which is allowed. You could do that. But the thing is, he, he did bet a yeah. team facility. So that they decreased Ooh. the suspension on that. That's why he came back a week early. Gotcha. But now if they – How do they track that? Like how do they know that like he did it? And why does that even matter? Well, okay, wait. Well, let me finish. But now they – they increase the punishment on if you're betting on f like football. So like it's now harsher if you're betting on your own sport, but less harsh if you're betting on like other sports or from like a team facility. Bro, you should be allowed to sports. bet on any other sport. Like, and you should be able to bet who gives a shit if you, and first of all, how do you track that? Like he jammed the parlay uh, in the dressing room. Like, how do you know that? Well, it's just like, as if like bet, bet you, you, let's say for example, I'm on bet three, six, five. Yeah. And I just, as soon as I cross the US, I can't bet anymore. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. I get that. And you, they, they have, they definitely ridiculous. have tracking on everything. But I just don't understand how it's like. Is it? I guess because it's on their phone. But let's say they use like your their girl's phone. That's what and I'm sure. Use, I'm sure they so use, many athletes do. Yeah, that, they do. They'll send like a thousand bucks to like a friend yeah. of theirs. You'll bet for them. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I guess that now. could be. I guess. I mean, it's not. I guess they don't get caught. But yeah, it's it's super. I'm I'm so on both sides of this, and it's just like I don't know. Like I I get I understand the point of like either you're a millionaire, there's no point of doing it. But I also understand if like if I if if I'm, if I'm a football player and I want to bet on hockey, is that allowed? Yeah. Oh, it's allowed. Yeah, you could do that. I'm okay. pretty sure from what I understand, so just yeah. not in a team facility. Yeah. Okay. But like, but even if I want to bet on college football, like, and I'm it has nothing to do, or like, I guess the NFL. I you have, if you can bet on college football. Yeah. I wonder. As an NFL player. That I don't even know because. Maybe that you might have influence. Yeah, like you might maybe your donor to your school. That's why I guess I guess it's because of you're in the sport professionally yeah. and like you could have any pull. So let's say yeah. you know people in the league. So let's say I'm I'm a, a wide receiver on the Ravens and I know a bunch of wide receivers on different teams. I know Keenan Allen, for example. I guess it could have pull and I bet on the Chargers. I guess it could have a little bit of pull. Yeah, I, I don't actually know. don't think you're I could be wrong, but I actually don't think they're allowed to bet on college ball. I got I could be wrong on that, but I'm yeah. I'm I may have read that. Somewhere. I mean, also college ball is huge. So, I mean, it, yeah. it would make sense if there's something going down with yeah. betting and stuff. You know what I mean? Because it's so big in the U.S. Yeah. But, but no, it, it's crazy, man. Like, to your point, I don't know. It's just like I get it from like the human aspect of like wanting to like gamble yeah. a little bit just like for fun. But like, dude, like you can ruin your career. And like, you know how harsh they are. About it's the it. consequences like, that really yeah, matter. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's to me, it's it, like you said before, Sean, like it, it's just, it's not worth the risk. Nah. But you only, you only, you only realistically see it in football and I know soccer, football, <laughs> but I know in soccer too, you see it a little bit. Um, we see it in hockey. Yeah. Yeah. You like, don't see it in hockey. Maybe hockey. It's not baseball. Baseball. Games. Do you really see it? Baseball. It all depends on their CBA. Realistically, like maybe one league has certain rules that another league doesn't have. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't think any. No, I doubt it. I don't think they could. Any players could bet <laughs> on their own sport. I'd be so shocked. Did uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, I agree. Did, did we have? Did we have any other topics we want to touch on before we uh, got into our little Halloween uh, special part? I think we're good. That's little, it. Yeah. Little special. Uh, Andrew had uh, the fun little idea. Andrew, uh, tell us, tell us what you want to do. Yeah. So Halloween's right around the corner in about T minus like a week and a half. Too. I'm so excited! Oh my god! Are you guys giving out candy this week? I'm gonna be a ghost. <laughs> are you guys giving out candy or what? No, I'm eating it. Ooh, my dad just bought a huge like box of chocolate. Okay, I'll be there. Oh, nice. Fuck. Like yeah. the Smarties, the Smarties, Kit Kat, Arrow, oh, like that box. Yeah. Kat is so good. Okay, this we don't want to get into this yeah. too much. So we, because... I want to do. I want to. I was actually curious. And with Halloween being right around the corner, I want to hear you guys like rank or maybe your favorite. Can we do like a? Can we give like a consensus like, like six or seven, like five or six or seven candies, and then rank them? Like what's what? Let's just say what's consensus. I'm gonna write this down. Okay. So let's say for example, it's like Kit Kat. Uh, so we'll do chocolate and we'll do candy. Quick, quick. Let's do let's do chocolate. 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 Why don't I mix of both? Yeah, like chocolate and candy. Yeah. Halloween candy. Yeah, you do like the candy best. one. You do candy. I'll do chocolate. I'm gonna send it to the chat and we're gonna rank it in our own way. Okay. So I'll do I'll do like six chocolate, and I want to know everyone's ranking for it. Okay. I'm okay. doing this real. I'm doing this real quickly right yeah. now. Yeah, I gotta, I'm trying to remember. I gotta come up. You're doing six. I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, yeah, six chocolate. Uh, okay. What am I missing? I have. Um, Anyways, while they do that, I'm gonna tell the audience here um, that you could catch this podcast on. Apple Podcast, Spotify, every week, weekly stuff. Um, and we're going to try to implement some fun things. So it's for all the audience here. Yeah, like this, because this is fun. So you're gonna, we're going to have fun. Yeah, right this now. is too much fun. Like We're, we're going to have fun doing this right now. We're not going to always talk about sports here uh, at, the, uh, at the Neighborhood Podcast, but we're going to try to implement a bunch of things that people could get aboard, on board on. And uh, also, YouTube channel again. I keep saying this coming soon, but we're just trying to, like, you know, it's our eighth episode, right? Episode. So we're trying to like get just getting the flow of weekly recordings as well, and just getting the flow of this po- pod, the podcast life. Too self conscious show my face, dude. <laughs> but uh, but uh, <laughs> caught me so off guard. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, catch that on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm just waiting because Ryan's taking forever. Bro, I'm trying to think of six fucking. Guys, I can't No, it's not even that hard. Like, uh, I think I could come up with like three. solo podcast would be so Bro. tough for me. It would be so awkward. Uh, Fuzzy peaches, sour patch kids. Bro, I'll do. I'll do. I'll, I'll do some ASMR for you. Ra- ra- raspberries. The I have those. Bro, I just had one. You fucking interrupted. Oh, me. whoa, whoa. Okay, guys. <laughs> I have those. <laughs> yeah, I fucking have those already, bro. Okay. Um, this is what's like working with brothers, guys. I had one in my head, and now uh, now it's gone, uh, Sean. Nice job. Yeah, thanks, dude. This guy's actually a stupid idiot. Swedish fish, Swedish berries. That's going I, six. Swedish, Swedish, I Swedish fish is going six. I don't give a um, fuck. Swedish fish suck. Don't even put down the damn list. Like nerds, nerds, nerds is oh, fire. Twizzlers. Twizzlers, yes, Twizzlers is a good one. Twizzlers. What was my favorite costume growing and up? And you have I one more. Dressed up as. For candy, I don't, uh, send five. It's okay. I have seven chocolates. Send five of the other ones. Okay. okay. I sent the chocolates, Andrew. I want you to go first right now and, and rank Shit. from rank from worst to best. Worst, okay. Worst right off this list is going to okay. So the list is for everyone watching or listening, I should say, is Kit Kat, Reese's, Arrow, Smarties, Coffee Crisp, O Henry Mini, and Snickers. So I'll repeat: Kit Kat, Reese, oh, Arrow, Mini. Smarties, <laughs> Coffee Crisp, O Henry, guys, Mini, the Mini version, and yeah. Snickers. So off the off. Right off rip, I'll do, I'll do O Henry Mini. At last, six. at last, yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Those things are so good. And then, <laughs> yeah, you guys can interrupt too. Um, and then no, I'll do. Let you. Okay, you go yeah. first, and I'll do. And I say we just do. If you agree with me or not, and then just, just fucking rip me to shreds if you I don't. don't. <laughs> you oh, Henry Minier, you're fucking idiot. Yo, oh, Henry Minier, like, oh, oh, Henry Minier, delicious. Yeah. You have nougat, you get per, like nougat. square inch. <laughs> nougat. You have nougat per square inch, and that thing is cool. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Sean. Oh, Henry Mini, pretty top. Uh, okay, so you're already wrong. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> then I'll do coffee crisp. Good. That's a very respectable ranking for Disagree. coffee crisp. Disagree. I like coffee crisp. Okay, then I'll do schnickers. Okay, schnickers. Then I'll do. <laughs> Ooh, this is where it gets deep. Smarties, Arrow, Recess, and Kit Kat. I'll do. I'll do Arrow. Okay. Third or fourth, I should say. Third, top three now. So we're gonna go three. Is uh, Recess. Okay. Then. Is Smarties still available for yo, you? Yo, Smarties. I love Smarties. Smarties are so bad. <laughs> yeah, Smarties are. Fun. Smarties are no, so fun. terrible. Hey, screw you guys. I'm doing, you know, just because of that, I'm doing Kit Kat and Smarties number one. Smarties number one? Yo, they're so <laughs> good, bro. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, You're a psychopath. You're fucking... <laughs> you open the box. You have the mini box of Smarties. You put that in your mouth and you let it melt, bro. Are you dumb? It Are you sucks. Dumb? Are you okay. I'm going to go. I'm gonna, yeah, you I'm, go, Sean. I can't wait to roast all your fucking picks. I'm going to put, like, just because the thing is, like, the other, all the other ones are, like, a like a chocolate bar. I'm putting Smarties last. Like, yeah, that's because I'm not enjoying just... Smarties as, like I do. You just you just tube them like you just well, you tube them and bite them right away. You have to let them melt in your mouth, bro. Enjoy them for <laughs> fucking two minutes. Okay, I'm putting Smarties last. Shove them down your then, <laughs> then I'm gonna put then I'm gonna put um I'm gonna put arrow. Arrow is just way too vanilla. I'm sorry. It's like, true. There's, it's there's true. Nothing that I goes agree. on in arrow. I agree with you. They have like the the air holes. Like yeah, bite me. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but if you put your tongue on the air holes, they pop. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Arrow. Arrow <laughs> actually melts. The arrow. arrow melts. Yeah, if you tube the arrow. <laughs> Arrow hey, actually melts. Fucking tongue and arrow for it to be enjoyable. Arrow actually melts. So anyway, I'm gonna put arrow second. <laughs> I'm gonna put. Uh, I'm gonna put coffee crisp. Yeah, I agree. Then I'm gonna put. Uh, uh, so I've said. So what? what I, I said. I said. You have Snickers. I said, I said Smarties, Arrow, Coffee Crisp. Yep. So top then four, I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go Reese. Reese. Reese's. These are the peanut butter cups, by the way, not like the Smarties, like Reese ones, like the actual peanut like butter cups. Like the cups. I don't love peanut butter, so I'm going to go Reese. Then I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go Snickers. I guess your number one is going to be Kit Kat. I'm going to go Henry Vinny, and I'm going to go Kit Kat. Kit Kats are so good. That's not vanilla. Kit Kats are so good. And that's not vanilla. No, they're wafers inside. Oh, come on. There's chocolate and wafer. Kit Arrow is, is just a bunch yeah. of holes. Kit Kat, Kit Kat's so mad. Kit Kat, wow. is, okay, Kit well, Kat and Arrow are both. Hey, say yours then, Ryan. I, I put them top four just because growing up, I liked them a lot. But, like, they're so basic. I agree. So, okay, honestly, basic. My, my bottom is, is pretty similar. I don't want to do this anymore. It's pretty similar to Sean. Basic so, I got bitch. at last. I got Arrow at last. Yeah. Wow. It does nothing for me. Kind honestly, of like, you know, tongue there, holes? She's not doing it for me, honestly. So fuck arrow loss. Should add to the caramel one to this, by the oh, way. Caramel, yeah, yeah. That would have been a game changer. I probably yeah, no, we didn't add it, so no, no, too late. Okay, second loss, I got Smarties. Yep. Again, fuck you for me. Then Kit Kat. Wow. wow. Yeah, not a, like not that I hate Kit Kat. It's very like in the middle for me. I already know what you're going number one. If you go Coffee you're Crisp number one, you're a psychopath. No, I got Coffee Crisp up next. So okay, I got good. Coffee Crisp like right in the middle. Wow. I like Coffee Coffee Crisp, but. It is what it is. Then mm. I got O Henry, okay. Reese's, wow, and Snickers at the top. Everyone, like so, I put Snickers in my top three. Where'd you put Snickers? Do you remember? 
I bet Snickers like four, four, five. I feel like Snickers are really underrated. I love Snickers, dude. Like people, it's not like a chocolate bar you'd like think of like when you think of a chocolate bar but yeah. like everyone just seems to like like it it's old reliable you get the yeah. like the caramel in there a bit of, i think there's a bit of nougat nougat yeah like a wafer even in there maybe uh, i think it's just chocolate nougat and caramel i'm nougat. so hungry right now it's, it's fucking good it's good stuff okay ryan also that's for the chocolate ryan also sent like a, a bunch of items for just candies i'm not as much of a candy guy i know ryan is andrew are you a candy, I have a candy guy too Okay, so we have these are like, and by the way, these are like Halloween candies that you get like in the little packets. So the list goes: Sour Patch Kids, Fuzzy Peaches, Swedish Berries, Cherry Blasters, and Twizzlers. Can I go first? Yeah. Dead last is Swedish Berries. <laughs> Swedish <laughs> Berries is like you got to be a psychopath to like actually buy Swedish Berries and enjoy them. <laughs> There's like it's not even candy. It's like eating like. Andrew has Swedish Berries at the top. It's like eating Swedish top. Three. Really? If I'm getting a candy, I don't want Swedish berries. It's like that's like like vitamin gummies. It's like a fruit. You can, <laughs> tell, you can tell who they eat fruit and vegetables. Yeah, they're like a vitamin gummies. So I'm gonna I fucking hate Swedish berries. It tastes like my dinner when I have to have <laughs> my fucking apples. <laughs> I'm yucky. gonna go uh, yucky yucky. I'm going Sean's fucking Sean's knocking Swedish berries and reading his diary of Wimpy Kid upstairs. When he <laughs> I'm going. I'm going Twizzlers second last. Yeah. Okay. Now this to me is like the big three: cherry blaster, fuzzy peaches, sour patch kids. Honestly, I'm I'm right with you so far. I'm going. Okay, let's see if I'm we can so like let's see, let's see if Ryan if we can be the exact same. Okay, so <sighs> okay, so I knew you like sour patch we're kids. We're gonna do three, two, one. So at three, I'm, I'm gonna do three, two, one, and at, at one, you guys are gonna say the same thing. Okay, all right, go whatever. So this is my third. This is your third, boys. Yeah. Three, two, one. Fuzzy, fuzzy peaches. peaches. Oh my. Did you say fuzzy peaches. Yeah. Fuzzy peaches. Okay. Do we become best friends? Uh, <laughs> okay. Number two. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Sour, sour Patch Kids. No! <laughs> <laughs> so, Sour Patch Kids, yeah, for I me, I know you love Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, they're okay, but they're not amazing. Sean I think they're nailed, Sean nailed this for now. And then, and then Cherry Blasters, because, bro, the sourness off a Cherry Blaster. The watermelon ones are also really good, too. Like the watermelon yeah. candies, they're like nice and sour. But yeah, so I would go uh, Swedish Berries, Twizzlers, Fuzzy Peaches, Sour Patch Kids, and Cherry Blaster. Cherry yeah. Blaster. Okay, I'm going to go. Twizzlies, Twizzlies at yeah. five, yeah, and cherry blasters. I'm not a fan of the the blast. Okay, <laughs> the cherry. Cherry. You don't like the blast, but the, but the blast doesn't do it for him. Blast doesn't do it for me. Sorry, uh, and then I'll do Swedish uh, Swedish berries. I'll do Sour Pouch Kids. Okay, and then I'll do at number two. I'll probably do Swedish berries and fuzzy peaches. Number one. Fuzzy peaches are really good. Swedish berries at two? Bro, I've always liked Swedish berries. <laughs> Terrible drafter. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Bust. Overliable. Actual bust. <laughs> Actual bust at two. Swedish berries is just like, you know, like, it's not flashy, but it gets the job done. You That's what I'm saying. Like, just, like, you drafted like a, a reliable, like, four, four D-man. Like a yeah. fourth D-man. Like, yeah. You know he'll play, but he's not going to be anything like, special. <laughs> But he'll play like 20 minutes a night for you. Yeah, he'll eat minutes. But that was, that was a fun little exercise, honestly. That yeah. was good. Exercise? What are you in school? <laughs> hey, it's Halloween. It's, it's Halloween episode. It's, it's fun, a fun yeah. little exercise. Yeah. Anyway, do we have any last points to hit on? We're up over an hour at this point. Uh, yeah, I have one last point to hit on. Sean doesn't know, Sean doesn't know his fucking chocolates. That's, <laughs> That's your only point? That's my point I have to hit on. Screw you, bro. Your chocolates suck. <laughs> this is why we fired you for a day. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, you probably back. Go back to work, Sean. <laughs> and me, and Ryan, like me. me and Ryan had way too much fun. You yeah, too, yeah. Ryan. You freaking psychopath on candy. Bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> Swedish berries are last. Swedish berries at two is fucking. You probably, you probably put milk. You probably put milk and then cereal. I might leave this pot after this. I don't know. <laughs> you, you probably put milk and then cereal. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm doing the right. You put milk and then cereal and eat with a fork. What's your favorite cereal? Three, go. 
Oh, uh, Toast oh, Crunch. easy. Yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay, I'm like kind of like Frosted Flakes. I lo- I really like Frosted Flakes though yeah. too. Just because, but I think just because just gro- get out, it's fine. No, get just out. because growing up, you remember those like 6 a.m. hockey practices we used to have younger yeah. as like a little kid. I always used to have Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Yeah. It's just because they dissolve way. Too they dissolve quick. way too That's quick. And, uh, it's like it's like rice uh, snap crackle snap rice crispies snap crackle pops. <laughs> Bro, that cereal is disgusting it turns into porridge in 30 seconds yeah, yeah that's true yeah, like it's just yeah, yeah. terrible but anyway yeah so no i think cinnamon toast crunch is my favorite yeah i like cinnamon toast crunch uh, uh fruit loops fruit's not bad frosted flakes is good i like frosted flakes they should have done a well, next next episode we'll think of other stuff to rank but yeah cereal would have been a good one yeah, yeah. would have been a good one anyway do we have a couple last points boys before we head out no i think we're that's good it. another good podcast episode eight yeah andrew said uh well spotify apple music who's the apple music apple podcast apple, yeah. it's not <laughs> apple music though no and it's not on soundcloud either no, SoundCloud's been not been. Yeah. It's not been on SoundCloud, I should say. Yeah. For like since, since week only, since bro. week one, since week one, SoundCloud has been dead. So any of our our SoundCloud listeners can't listen to us. I wonder how many sure. listeners we've had on SoundCloud for that one episode. <laughs> Just going by like, popped off, popping <laughs> off. <Yeah>. Five thousand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, we'll be back. This one's gonna release, I believe, on Monday. Yeah. And uh, we're trying to do every Monday, roughly within that region. We're all like busy here and there. So, but uh, anyway, boys, it's another fun one. Yeah. Yes, Take sir. it easy, everyone. Yep. Take Peace care. out. Take care. Jeff.